Blog Talk Radio. And what you go through brings what's already in you out. Okay. So what path or religion are you mm-hmm. in your pursuit of perfection with God? <laughs> what, 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 what are um, you? I was raised in Memphis. Okay. And for your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off. Yeah. Which, may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but, but I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off.
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Radio. Worldwide international radio broadcast, Yapwa's Radio is now on the air. I'll be your host, by name, your seer, Israel, of Seed Royal. Well, we're doing a serious call, revealing the number of the B666, Son of Edition, Part 85. But, you know, to really, to, I mean, really do some justice on revealing the beast. You don't have to straight back so much layers of bad teaching. I mean, the labels, the harvest is plenty, but the labels is true. And the seed is going to give all he got to, to show you that properly uh, those other six anointed camps step it up and Yahweh put that right spirit on them and they just um, get busy in Yahweh. The harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. See, we got so much misinformation, and, and until you identify the, the hidden hand, who is the master of misinformation, and how many people have profit off of misinformation? See, remember, the children of Israel is a big group. Of course, in 2460, thousands of millions. But they easily be influenced through deception of Satan the devil. All you got to do is show them the briefcase, and then they'll betray their they'll betray their own mom. That's what they do. So we got a lot of work to do. So I'm telling you, but we're gonna try to show you how you catch those that's close to you, but they just they're not right because they can be influenced through. And remember, your greatest defeat will come from within. Your greatest defeat will come from within. Keep that in your mind. So all we can do is come on this broadcast six nights a week and show you that what's going on today in the world is no surprise to those that learn from the Bible. We just be waiting on the event to unfold itself the entire end. So we got a lot of information, but right now we see no one has came on stage to open up the room live. So what we got to do is play a couple of messages from the answer machine, tapes and stuff like that, until someone from the six anointed camp come in the room, and then we can get busy on tape 85. 
The harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. So that's why we, we say it plainly, um, Sister BSJ Israel C. Roy. Do it later. You got to crank that microphone up and get in there and get in and hold that microphone. You got to be, well, got to say again, all hands on deck. So what we do, we just play um, a couple of messages from the ounce machine on conversations and stuff like that until those that's ready to holler in the microphone come on and holler in the microphone. So until that time comes, I guess we'll play some things off the ounce machine, see what we get out of that, then we'll take notes. Then once I see those who are ready to come on stage, then we'll come back live. How that sound? Good. Father, our testimony really confirms things that are in the Bible. Um, and things that I had read before and things that so many other people have read, um, I think that those things people don't believe. You know, when, you, when they read their Bibles, they don't believe. I think some of the old English in the Bible makes it difficult for people to actually pick up their Bibles and read it. Um, I saw Professor Lumumba commenting about how Christians do not read their Bibles. <laughs> it's something that people don't do. So hearing a testimony and then comparing it to things that I was reading, it's like, wow, this stuff is mind-blowing. You mean this stuff is real? You know? So I think there's some kind of a, a strange disconnect for most people when they read the Bible to come into the realization of it. Like, you can read a scripture, but you don't really believe what you're reading <laughs> until you go beyond the words. And you have to enter into that book. You really have to get in. Like, you can't just read the pages and, and maybe just memorize a few scriptures and then go to church and think that's what it takes to be a Christian. You need to, you need to come into the realization that book has to become your life. Otherwise, you're a spectator from outside, just kind of watching what's going on, not really understanding what's going on. Because if you don't understand what it says in the Bible, if you don't understand the Bible, you don't understand world events. You you look at world events through the through the the veil that is provided by the media. And the mainstream media is owned by economic interests, you know. They have to pay their bills also. So they're going to give you a perspective that is in line with economic interests, not necessarily the truth. Mm -hmm. They're going to tell you whatever is, is going to put money mm -hmm. and food on their tables. Mm -hmm. So her story definitely brought me more into a realization that, wow, these things I've already been reading about, these things I've already been um, testifying about, are real because in the in the U.S. I, I is when I discovered that hey these mainstream artists some of the the biggest superstars I, I met them you know but come to find out behind the scenes that hey these guys are over here behind the scenes they're worshiping the devil they're worshiping Baphomet Baphomet is that god that has the goat head and female breasts and male organs it's, it's an androgynous god meaning that it is both male and female. So these people are worshiping this thing. Now guys are just making music here, having a good time, thinking it's about, you know, making hits and, and you know, thinking it's about lines. My journey's fine. 
some of these record labels, they also own the private prisons that are being built. And they're being paid for every prisoner. So advertising a lifestyle of criminality that is going to give you customers. Yes. So the rap artist becomes like the advertising tool, the 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 tool that they use to bring in masses of people into a lifestyle that will get them either dead or in jail. And these few guys are behind it and it's like, hey, so this week, you see, for them, it's not, we're a long way from just making music now for fun. You know, now it's about people's lives. Now, this thing is sending people to hell. This thing is destroying families. This thing is uh, bringing unwanted pregnancies onto the sea. I mean, as, as, uh, as it is now, I think there are probably 75 million abortions have been taken place in America. And it stems from the lifestyle of drinking and partying and things like that. And these are the things that we were promoting. Mm-hmm. So I believe that as, as God began to reveal these things, you know, you have to have a conscience at some point. You have to say, okay, are you willing to throw your people under the bus like this? Are you willing to turn your back on your people? Because if you are, you can have the world. But if you are not. So you have to have your conscience feared to do that job, to really do it well. To really be an international superstar, you have to be completely ruthless. You have to be heartless, and you have to have your conscience feared. You must be ice cold. Otherwise, you're not going to be very far because if you're too caring in that business, you, you, you can't make it. I mean, you have the you have it in the gift is right there. Yes. Even right now, I know if I was to ask you to fix something, you don't need to memorize that, do you? Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. Okay, you can in the beginning how God created. All right. Look what we all got so far. We're showing you that sounding is something, it's a hidden hand somewhere. And. Still, if no one came on to get into it, so I guess I got to pay some more tape. So understand one thing. It's a lot of information that will be revealed by the six anointed camps of voices of the Jewish life. And once we understand, it's time to step up and examine what you've been taught. Everything you've been taught, you have to see can it holds up with the Bible open? Just like we're teaching on a, the last couple of lessons about, I think a Mexican lady walked past Guadalupe and the baby and dropped her bag. Then we do the research about Guadalupe and the baby, the Mexican. And that's another thing we got to break down. No, it's three classifying of Mexicans. You got the white Mexicans. You got brown Mexicans. And you got black Mexicans. You see? You got three groups of Mexicans. And the group that you do not know about, the black Mexicans. 
Now, you got like five cities where black Mexicans is at today in Mexico. So nobody can nobody tell you about it. It's about five cities of Mexicans right now that are black. But this is the terminology that they have that they call it. They don't call themselves that, but they do call themselves that through manipulation and being persecuted. But what was their name before they was called Mexican? Hmm? What, was, what was the name? Remember in the Bible, everybody has a biblical name. So every name that you call on in the Bible or wherever it is today, you got to trace back and get to that biblical origin of that name. So now when you do the research on this word called Mexican, it can run you back into the Mayans. It can run, it can run you back to the old man, the um, Toltec. You can run you, but who is the Toltec people? Huh? Who is that? Remember when Herman Cortez came in the early 1500s, when he brought to the island, he got in his books what he saw. He saw dark-skinned people when he came here. Okay, so we finally got mother came to the to the stage, so I guess we can uh, go live. Seem we trying to tell you, see, right? We got a lot of information to to bring to the table. It's up to you to wake up. So we're gonna do we're gonna bring mother in, and we'll get something going on. Then I guess when the when the the rest of the staff they want to come on and holler on the microphone, that'd be, be fine. But now let's let's see if we bring mother in. We'll go live about 30 minutes after the broadcast has started. Let's see what we do. I think it's important to mention that there have been
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
But really, the name Mexican is a is a byword that was put on the pieces of the book. And we're gonna tell you about that. You got white Mexicans. And how they became white Mexicans through Herman Cortez. When he came over in the fifteen hundreds, he brought those that spoke the Hebrew language with him too. And they conquered South America. And Herman Cortez in the fifteen hundreds, he became self governor over the land. And that's why you got a lot of things going on. You got a lot of uh, Mexican Spanish names. See them Spanish names that they're carrying, Mother is. It's because of the conquest of Herman Cortez. Then when they got them Spaniard names, they had their men to mix in with the population of color. And that color of that time was from the tribe of Ithacar. That was the tribe of Ithacar, mainly, mainly was Ithacar. But he had some sons, and if we go on the computer now, we can pull up some towns where the sons of Ithacar was then and now, then and now. So when you go on your computer and you pull up Sons of Ithacar. Hey, Mother E. Let's find out who is the sons of Ithacar, Mother. Hey, Mother E. Let's, let's find out. We got plenty Could of time. Could you talk? Could you talk so for two minutes? Yeah, I can talk a lot of minutes. So we, I can talk a lot of minutes, Mother. So now. See you. Oh, Mother Be you. Tell me to come on. Okay. Hallelujah. So, uh. We can we can talk plenty of time. The point we're trying to make is this right here. The harvest is plenty, but the labor is fruit. We got to reveal the wicked that have destroyed the peoples of the book. Let me write that down. Let me write that down because when mother gets right in twenty four sixty. And 2460 of Genesis. See, we've been destroyed as a people. And now we are by word and a proverb. And it, and it told us, I'm going to write that down too in Isaiah, that we were going to leave our name for a curse name. We were going to leave our name for a curse name. That's what we were going to do. And we were going to be sold. Let me write that down. And we're going to be sold to our enemies. We used to be sold to our enemies. Let me uh, write that down, too. We can be sold to our enemies. Make a note of that, too. Huh? Battles not knowing who we are, and we can't put our hand on the enemy, we had a, we had a handicap. So Yahweh is sending the YHWH man sending the last messenger that you need to hear today, and that is the sixth anointed camp of voices of the true Israelites. We're going to break everything down for you. 
we're going to make it plain for you. We're going we to pull back all the hidden hands. Everybody on the hand they are played against you. It's up to you to make adjustment according to the Bible. Huh? Just make make an adjustment according to the Bible. So now we're going to bring Mother Mother E back in. Mother E, you want to find out, I forgot the verses I had on my mind then, but I'm not going to worry about it. But I want to know one thing about a seer called Jeremiah, Mother E. I want to know how many nations is guilty on you. I, I need to know this, Mother. How many nations is guilty on you in 50 verse 7? Hey, Mother E, how many nations is guilty in 50 verse 7 of Jeremiah? That's what I want to know. Kept the old seer out in 50 verse 7 there, Mother E. Look at Jeremiah, chapter 50, verse 7. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah chapter, Jeremiah chapter 50, verse 7. Jeremiah mm-hmm. chapter 50, verse 7 reads, They shall act away to find not their duty, with their faces to the world, saying, Come and let us join ourselves to the outward and a perpetual covenant that uh-huh. will not be forgotten. Yeah, mother, that sounds pretty good, but look at verse 7 real careful. That's, that's real good. I can't go with that, mother. But look at verse number 7 real carefully there, mother. Okay. What I need is uh, verse number 7. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to come uh, Mother of Israel, she still came on to help uh, get in what she's been in. That she said, "Look at see, I'm gonna get in too." That's a good thing. One thing about it, we gotta give it all we got. If you want the blessing? We gotta give it all we got. Look at fifty verse seven of Jeremiah. What it says? Okay, I'm sorry, I'm reading verse five. Jeremiah chapter fifty verse seven. All they that found them have defied them. And their adversaries said, Be of them not, because they have sinned against the Yahweh, the inhabitants of justice, even the Yahweh, the hope of their father. You see that? See, the world no mother. As long as you keep sinning against your Yahweh, they can run, the world can run rough shot over you, 12 tribes of Israel. See, the world know this. So they're gonna go. They're gonna take it all the way in on deceiving you, and they can't come clean. And what we do, we put our kids off into these um, schools, and all they talk about is George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. What's they got to do with the children of Israel in the Bible? But that's all they know about. What to do, mother? But we gotta lead by example. We got to lead by example, because we've been chosen for these days, and we're going to do it. So we know we got to give it all we got. Matter of fact, Mother of Israel came on stage, so we might as well bring her in. And her mama went off to say, it must be 6 o'clock. It's time for the broadcast. Let me get on the radio and, and put my brick in for some dust edge, y'all. And that's a great thing. 
Hey, Mother D of Israel, another one of the most out of Camp 1. Yahweh be there, see right. Yahweh bless you, sir, Israel of the royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, <laughs> That's a great thing. Your mama went off. You, you know what time it is, and that's a great thing. See, this is love. To get out of blessings, you got to be clear to what you come in contact with. Every nation is guilty on delivering you up. See, once we can get you to understand it, especially Solomon and Fisher Morning Camp, every nation that you come in contact with is guilty. And Mother just got to read that in 50 verse 7. Now we're going to get a precept on that by Mother D of Israel in Psalm 83. And we're going to pick him at verse number 3. We're going to read you and get our point. To let you know, we played a, a tape prior to early power waiting on who going to come on stage. And 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 this young man made a statement said he said, um, how did he put it? We read our Bible, we don't understand our Bible. Because really what he's saying, you, we don't understand our place in the Bible. Because we think we, especially I got a zero in on this word called the Mexican. See, that's a, that is a money. The word Mexican is the same word as African-American, but it was prophesied from mother in 2837 that was going to happen. So when you see this word called Puerto Rican or Mexican, it's the same thing as the word called African-American. But it was prophesied, mother, in 2837. See, you have to go see out in Deuteronomy 2837. It was prophesied already, mother, it was going to happen. Uh, what do we say in 2837 of the book of Deuteronomy? What does that have, mother, Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 37. Book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 37. 37 read. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Verse 37. Verse 37 read. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a God word among all nations, whether the Yahweh shall lead thee. Yeah. So it was always prophesied in the 1400 BC. That you you was gonna be called a thy word and a proverb among all nations <laughs> which the Almighty should lead you. It, it was told that was gonna to happen to you. It, it, and it was gonna to happen to who mother in forty nine twenty eight. Who who was it gonna to happen to? All I need is all I need is one line across forty nine twenty eight. Now, who is this to happen to? I need to know. All I need is one line across. Somebody was going to be a vow word and a proverb in the Bible. So I need to know who is, who is the subject matter. And 4928 will tell us on that one line across to tell us exactly who we're talking about 
Paul reading Genesis 4, 9, 28. What does that have more
and Yahweh said he's going to slay you. That means he's going to slay you in every business deal that you get off into. You might be sinning and grinning. You might get off into the record business. Anything. Whatever business you get in off into, when you leave your Yahweh behind, he's going to slay you. So how he slay you now? He take your mind from you. He'll have you going with the people of the land. And you are destroy the people that look just like you. That's what you do. You're strong by signing record deals to other nations and talk about things that's not right for your people to advance. And they will tell you to destroy your own people. Really? It is a great thing, right? So we got a lot to we got a lot to bring on the table. But now we're going back to Mother D up in Israel for the first time, really. And what we want to find out was this prophesied in a thousand BC that this was going to happen to the peoples of the book when they paid anointed leadership, no never mind. Let's see what Mother D up Israel gonna put bring to the table with a loud voice and a lot of energy and with a good spirit on it. Eight verse three to read to get our point. We're going to the book called Psalm eighty three, Mother. And give it all you got. You're on the clock. Come on. Psalm, Psalm 83, verse 3. Yes. They have. Now, until we get out they point. have. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't see it. Get in there now. So now, we're going to read down from 83 until we get our point. But the point we're trying to study is just on, on the international side. That listen, all 12 tribes, as we speak, is up on the curse. The same 12 tribes is over in the Western world, is over in the Eastern world, too. The Southern world, the Northern world, we everywhere. Matter of fact, do you got an idea of what the prophecy of how many children of Israel is going to be? Hold that part. Hold that part there, mother. Mother E. Our mother, mother of Israel. Hold that part for a minute. Hey, mother E. In 2460 of Genesis, it was prophesied just how many people the children of the book gonna be. I mean, scattered everywhere. It was prophesied about they was gonna come dark, dark black, medium black, and brown. That's how they gonna look. They will never look pale. The ones that look pale, that say they are children of Israel, them the ones that Herman Cortez and his crew jumped in the 1500s. Because he made a profound statement, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you down, but one thing I'm not going to never do. I, I, mother, mother, eat, mother, eat up Israel, hold that point for mother. Put your mark there. So now, Tell them, grandbaby, bring you five marks, mother. So we don't know where we're going, but we know we're going to get there. The, the Bible says that the children of Israel, one thing I'm not going to never do, I don't want to beat them up in every generation. But in 29, 22 miles of Israel, 
What did Yahweh say he'll never do for the children of Israel that we can read? Something he said that he'll never do. And what is that in the book of Genesis? I mean, Isaiah 29, 22. Hey, mother dear of Israel, bring your A game yeah. for the mark in what you got. And give me 29, 22 of Isaiah. What does it say? Isaiah 29, 22. Yeah, Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 29, verse 22, read. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, who redeemed Abraham concerning the family of Israel. Shall not, I mean, shall not now be ashamed, neither shall his face now wax pale. You see that? So what did Yahweh say? See, that's why you gotta, that's why you gotta really understand your Bible. Yahweh said, "Well, he not although he gonna beat you up in every generation, he gonna hang you, have you harm by other nations." and settled by other nations. You're going to do all that to you. But say, he said, but one thing I'm not going to do, I'm not going to have you of the children of Israel to hell. What kind of faith, mother, again? What's the key word that the children of Israel will never have? What kind of faith? According hell. to our Hell. They will never be, the children of Israel will never look pale. He said, one thing I would not have him to do. So when you see the children of Israel, wherever your daddy is, that's what you is. So if you catch a pair of Israelites, then you know that that is not, their mother might be an Israelite, but their father going to be somebody else. That's male pair of the seed. So when Cortez came over in the 1500s, they jumped into cars, boys. These are cars and women, too. And they produce seeds. And they produce seeds. They produce a whole lot of seeds. Into cars. They came from Herman Cortez now. And Christopher Colonna taking a lot of them back to Spain, too. And, uh, and them young girls, they seed was mixed with them. So when you see the pale-looking Israelites, understand they mother, so you don't want they mate with you. They tell you take you and the woman going about y'all business. So the woman assimilates right back into the tribe of Ishakar. But that seed, it belongs to Herman Cortez now and Christopher Columbus people and Spain. So you get an uh, Israelite with a pale look in their face, understand they father is the sins of Esau. And that's why you have so much trouble with them Mexicans that is more white looking than the ones that was brown and black. Because you got to understand something. They see is of Esau. 
And how you know when you look at them, you'll see no brownness in them. You see pale looking. See? So when you see that, you know what the Bible is telling you, but you won't keep on getting yourself duped in and understand why this Mexican don't like me, but that Mexican do. Because you got three types of Mexicans. You got the black Mexican that we're going to tell you about the five states you can find them in right now in Mexico, and they still there now. You got the brown Mexican, and you got the white Mexican. So the white Mexican is the one that the descendants of Esau jumped and produced child by. Then you understand that it's a great manipulation going on on the face of the earth. But now it's time for everything to be revealed. So now we know we know the mother's holding a lot of good verses. But see you gotta always go to the spirit through Yahweh. And we tell you to hold that up and take care of that business, you gotta hold it up and take care of that business. But we gotta find out who's guilty behind crossbreeding the children of Israel. But it was prophesied, when you break my law, these things, what's going to happen to you? Not one tribe, but all 12 tribes. Mm -hmm. Then he's going to send the messengers to you, the six anointed camps called bosses of the two Israelites, to tell you, let's take a look at this thing again now, because I'm, I'm ready to shut this thing down. So we're going to give you all the information you need to identify people according to the Bible. It's up to you now. But who guilty behind everything? Mother, get ready to read you in Psalms 83, verse 3. We're going to read you and get our point, Mother, give up Israel. Psalms 83, verse 3. Pick off from there. Your mark already there. When you're eight game, you're on the clock. The world listening. Come on. Psalms 83, verse 3. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted against thine hidden ones. Verse 4. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. Verse 5. For they have consulted together with one consent, they are confederate against thee. Verse 6. The tabernacle of Esau and the Ishmaelites of Moab and the Hagarim. Verse hey, 7. Right hey, that's it. Good. Good. That's all we need. We want the top Five Number one, the, the the nation of Esau. Esau is called today Edom, means red. Esau is called today the white man and the white woman. That's number one that has conspired against you to cut you off from being a nation. Esau and his five sons. Today they call a white man and a white woman. Number two, 
is the Ismaelite. The Ismaelite today is called the Palestinian. One over there in Palestine now, the names the Romans gave them, that is them today. That's them that have also claimed and taken your name. They guilty too. See, they guilty. This is your one front. Your brother and your uncle. Your brother and your uncle is one two punch. Esau is Jacob's brother. The Ishmaelites, what you call today, the Arabs today, that's your uncle. And Moab is what you call today the Chinese. They guilty. The Hagarines is called now Nelson Mandela of South Africa. So you see, them the ones have got together, headed by the white man and the white woman called Esau, and cut you off from being a nation. You see that? So you see, that's why we, in that early part of the broadcast of the tape, uh, the brother was saying, we read the Bible, we, we, just, we really don't, we don't really believe this Bible. This Bible is the greatest piece of literature it is. It'll tell you everything you need to know. It puts to shame that one-eyed Satan and that one-eyed telephone. It'll put it to shame. If you know how to read the Bible, but you got to be trained how to read your Bible. The white man and white woman is the one in charge today. And matter of fact, um, Mother Eve, it makes for five statement in five nineteen and, and twenty, Mother E. It makes for five statements, Mother E, and, and on the right side of the book. Just how wicked this thing is, Mother E. And first John chapter one, make it chapter five, verse nineteen and twenty. And Mother of Israel means the book of Job. Intercard boy and nine twenty-four. Hey, wait on me, Mother D of Israel. But but Mother E. In first John chapter five, can you have to see out on what it says in verse nineteen and twenty? Book of First John, chapter five, verse nineteen and verse twenty. Verse nineteen. And we know that we are of Yahweh. And the whole world lies in weakness. Verse 20. We know that the Son of Yahweh is come and has given us an understanding that we may know him that is true. We are in in him that is true, even in his Son, Yahweh. This is the true Yahweh and eternal life. Mm-hmm. See, we know the true Yahweh and eternal life. And he came to a single people called the 12 tribes of Israel, but they're not going to, they still ain't saying us no never mind. But how long they going to go, I don't know. See, but the children of the book, hey, Mother East, hey, Mother East, the children of the book, mm-hmm. And first Christians chapter two and first Christians I need a precept on that mother. I wanna know something 
if you if you want to find out about the children of the book, it's something that we got to go and look at, mother. If something written should know what kind of mind they'll have. The children of the Bible is a certain mind they'll have, and we want to read their mind, mother. So we go on to First Corinthians chapter two, mother, mother eight. I'm looking for is what kind of mind do they have? So we're going to pick it up around by verse number. Hmm. Let's pick it up at verse number 8 and 9. Uh, 1 John, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Uh, look at verse 9 and 10 real carefully for those there. I think, I think he sees something in 1 Corinthians 2. Verse 9 and 10. What can I say that, Mother E? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 and verse 10. Verse 9. But as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither have entered into the mind of man the things which Yahweh has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10. But Yahweh has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit touches all things, yea, deep things of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Get down to verse 14, mother. Let's hear a little bit more in 14. Let's hear a little bit more. St. John, I mean, 1 Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 10. Verse 10 no, Hey, mother, hey, mother, make it 14 down to verse 16. I'll tell you what. Just read verse 16. And we, just read verse 16. Look at verse 16. But the, the people of the book, mother, this is the kind of mind they got to have that you know who's talking the right talk. Verse 16, what does it say there, mother? First Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 16, for whom has known the mind of Yahweh, that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Yahweh the Son. So we got the mind of Yahweh because you can instruct him, but guess what he did? Uh, Mother Eve, now we got the mind of Yahweh. But who can instruct them? But guess what he did according to the 32nd chapter, Mother, of Deuteronomy. Hey, Mother E. Now, Mother E, we, we got to spirit at this book because the key word was, was who can instruct him. Okay, so we can't instruct him, but guess what he can do? But guess what he can do that we can read? In the 32nd chapter, mother. In Deuteronomy 32, we want to find out what kind of power. So we can't instruct him. Okay, that's good. We understand that. But we want to know in verse 8. Help me out in verse 8, mother. 32 verse 8 of Deuteronomy. 32 verse 8, what it say? 
The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 8. Verse 8 reads, When the Most High divided to the nation that inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he set the boundaries of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what he and what he did, mother in, at Hammerhorn, what he did in verse nine and ten. Hey, mother, what he do in verse nine and ten? Verse nine. For the Yahweh portion is his people. Israel is the lot of his inheritance. Verse mm-hmm. ten. He found him in a desert land, and in the way howling wilderness. He led him about. He instructed him. He kept him as the apple of his eye. He said, so who, so who can instruct him? Nobody. But guess who he instructed? He instructed, according to verse 8, the children of Israel. The one found that every last one of the 12 tribes of Israel is upon a, a byword and a proverb in the upon a, a curse because he instructed them. He kept them as the apple of his eye. But when you manage it, according to Abeka, put, put the mark of their mother, dear of Israel. What do you got now? I know you got the five markers already. Put you to the side. But when you sin against him, what do we do in Habakkuk one thirteen, Mother D.F. Israel? When you sin against your mighty one, what do we do for the people he have chosen to carry his word? But when you sin against him, what do he do that we can read in Habakkuk one thirteen, Mother D.F. Israel? What happened to the people that have been instructed? On his rules and regulations, what do Yahweh do in a Bethel one thirteen? Come on, mother, be of Israel. Come on. A Bethel chapter one, one verse one and verse thirteen. Verse one, the burden which Habakkuk the seer did see. Verse 13. That thou art of pure eyes than to behold evil, and canest not look upon sin. Therefore lookest thou upon them that deal treacherously, and behold. Okay. Wait, wait, and behold. I, I, well, hold on, mother. I, I got happy because I got happy because you own something. It's put a little more fear when it because you own something. He still get happy when he hits and does say Yahweh. So he let you know the came to the sin thing. When you sin against your mighty one, guess what? He ain't paying you no never mind. He ain't paying you no never mind. See? When you sin against your mighty one. Uh, Bethel the seer said, 
he ain't paying you no never mind. So keep telling your mind. So long as you sin against Yahweh, he ain't paying you no never mind. He cannot look upon you when you sin against him. And the biblical definition of sin is 1 John 3, 4, is breaking his law, statute, and commandment. You might say, well, I can find my $10. Okay, fine. It's going temporarily. But when you sin against your mighty one, he ain't paying you no never mind. He told Abekah to write that. Huh? Now, start that verse again, with a little more spirit in it. Abekah 1.13. But he is watching something else. He's watching the one that's jugging you real carefully. He wants to get the one that's jugging you, but you won't do right. He wants to get, get all the ones that have delivered you up, but he can't get at nobody until you stop sinning against him. Habakkuk one thirteen. Bring it all again, mother. Come on. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 13. Thou art of pure eyes, then to behold evil, and canst not look on sin. Where, wherefore, Lookest thou upon them that they are treacherously holest thy tongue when the wicked when the wicked devours a man that is more righteous than he? Is that he said, but he got his eyes on that wicked. See But you, the one that he has chosen to take care of his business. He ain't paying you no never mind. But the, but don't think that the angel's not right now what you're doing because he's going to be a witness against you. But I'm going to tell you something. He ain't paying you no never mind. Keep this in your mind. He said, I'm not paying you no never mind. Proverbs 28, verse 9, mother. Make it plain, mother dear. Make it plain. Make it plain for the national to understand this thing. When you sin against your clock, he ain't paying you no never mind. But the angel is recording all the wickedness that is done to you. Huh? Because he said, I'll never leave you. But I ain't going to pay you no never mind. But when he gets to, when he gets to report that you're going to stop sinning against him, then he's going to step in. Now, listen to what he says in Proverbs 28, verse 9, that mother dear of Israel. Let's explain. And let the national hear his claim. Because we about the biggest crowd warriors on the face of the, of the earth all around the world. You know, I got a lot to bring out based upon these three sets of Mexicans. See? There's a whole lot of praying going on. But look what Yahweh says in 28 verse 9 of Proverbs. Hey, Mother D.F. Israel, what, what did he tell Solomon to put in the Bible about these prayer warriors come up? Uh, Proverbs Chapter 28, verse 9. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Yeah. So sometimes we wonder about, well, well, won't you pray for my daughter, pray for my auntie, pray for my uh, my uncle, pray for my next-door neighbor. Your next-door neighbor is not keeping nothing that's in the Bible. Grandbabies are not keeping nothing in the Bible. 
They're not giving them. He said, when you pray to him, based upon those that don't want to understand that you got to do this law, statute, and commandment, he said, even the one trying to pray for you to get well, but his eyesight. What do you say you pray your dear mother D up Israel? An abomination. To who? To who? To you. Abomination to who? Even yes. his prayer shall be an abomination. I say, verse 9, he that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we know we praying to the mighty one. So the mighty one saying his prayer is an abomination to him. So see, we, we have to be able to tell this story, but nothing changed, Mother, when we went to the new book in 931 of St. John. Hey, Mother, D.F. Israel, did anything change on the right side of the book in St. John 931? Can you, can you help, help the national audience out to let you know on the left side of the book, that's where it started at, and on the right side of the book, what happened? And 931. What happened, Moses, 931? St. John chapter 9, verse 31. Read. Now we know that Yahweh is not sinners, but if any man be of a worshiper of Yahweh and doeth his will, him he hear. Verse 25. Verse 25, St. John chapter 9, verse 25, he answered and said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. 41. Verse 41. Yahweh the Son said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. But now you say, We see. Therefore, your sins remain. You see that? So you see it? So once we've been told those things, and so never mind, that's on them. So you see it remains. And Yahweh is letting you know plainly. You keep sinning against me. You really is sinning against yourself. My favorite, get a precept on that. Let's just get a precept on that, Mother G. Up Israel. Let's go to Proverbs, Mother. See, the Bible will keep precept in the Bible until you say, yeah, 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 I got the point. That's how the Bible operates. The Bible, when you know a man or a woman of Yahweh, Yahweh will keep on giving you precepts for you to let those understand something. The ones that's in power to be in power today, they don't remain in power. Until you, until you are the 12 tribes of Israel, stop sinning against me. Now, once you stop sinning against me, and I can recognize your walk and talk from the page of this book, then I'm going to take care of the wicked. 
I got the wicked, but I can't get the wicked now because you'll beat the wicked crime. Busting the wicked side of his head, you start beating them crime. I was watching um, um, a YouTube video, and they got the whooping on the wicked head real good. And uh, the Israelite woman fell out and said, don't hit Jesus like that. She called him Jesus down there. They was wearing him out. Why are you hitting Jesus like that? You see that? See how our mind is destroyed? She thought the, the man that was getting the getting getting whooped by the brothers, and she fell down to detect him and called him Jesus. Yeah. See where our mind at? But mother, it makes a profound statement, mother, GF Israel. I'm struggling for the verse right now in Proverbs. I, but I'm struggling right now, mother. I'm looking for a verse that understands you have to be able to tell your loved one exactly what he's saying. And what is he saying in 8, verse 32 and 36? Hey, mother, be up Israel. What is he saying that we can read in Proverbs chapter 8, verse number 32 and verse 36? Mother D.F. Israel, what does it say? Come on. Uh, Proverbs chapter 8, 32 and 36. Now, therefore, hearken, listen unto me, O you children, for blessed are they that keep my way. Verse 36. For he that sinneth against me wrongs his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Yeah, brother. Y'all hear that? So you see, when you sin against Yahweh, you love death. You love death. See, that's the main son of Cain. You keep on paying them no never mind and wonder why things keep on continuing happening to you. When you sin against me, you love death. He said, blessed is those that keep my ways. You blessed is to keep his ways. But if you don't keep his ways, you sin against me. He said, you love death. And Mother D of Israel, precept on that love and death is written in Romans 6.23. Can you help those see out with the precept in Romans 6.23? Hey, Mother D.F. Israel, what is it saying in Romans 6.3? Romans chapter 6, verse 33. 23. No, 23. 23? Yeah, 23. Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of Yahweh is eternal life through Yahweh the Son. How are Yahweh? You see that? See, the price you're going to pay is in gruesome death. And that's the reason today, it wasn't no accident we got me on the three types of Mexicans. Although all three types of Mexicans, all these names is a byword. And a proverb. That's not your your Yahweh name. 
if nobody in the Bible is Mexican or Puerto Rican or African American. All these is cursed names you receive by breaking the law, statutes, and the commandments. And Yahweh put a charge on every nation to continue to say you all the things that they won't, won't, don't want for themselves or hijack the prices on it. All this going to happen to you until you turn back to your mighty one and do what he tells you to do, that you agree on to do. In the 19th chapter, we're not going to read of Exodus. You made agreement with Moses to take back to Yahweh himself. And you said in verse 8, 19 verse 8 of Exodus, all that Yahweh say, Moses, we gonna do it, and then you turn right around and do it around chapter five and said, verse number twenty-seven to twenty-nine, we gonna be obedient. You're about to line as people that you're the line as people it is. You children of Israel, all twelve tribes is disobedient to this covenant. But he's sending a ministry at you right now. It's up to you. We're going to break down everything in the Bible and put it right before you. It's up to you to repent and start running as fast as you can to the sixth anointed camp. And matter of fact, your Lord got to be so fast, Mother D of Israel, according to Baruch chapter 4. Baruch 4, Mother D of Israel, and verse number 28 down to verse 30. Your wrong got to be so fast to the sixth and nonic camp of voices of a true Israelite, according to group chapter 4, verse 28, 29, and 30. What does that mother D of Israel come out? What does that mother D of Israel? Chapter 4. Verse 28, 
What name he gave you? He gave you name Judah. That was the name he gave you. Judah Israel. He gave you that name. He didn't get a name that the world gave you, African-American, Negro, colored, black, and super cool. He didn't give you that name. He said, I gave the lead tribe the name Judah. That's what I gave you, Judah. I gave you that name. And that name means something, Mother D of Israel. That name means something. I gave you a name because it means something. Now, Mother, what that name means, means that we can read in Genesis, Lord Genesis found out he gave you a name that got a meaning to it. We're going to find out what the word Judah means, Mother. We're going to go back and peace and find out what do the word Judah mean that we can read. So I gave you that name for a reason because that name got, it means something real big, Mother. And we're going to find out what do the name Judah mean. We're going back to Genesis, Mother. And what we want to find out what do Judah mean in 29 verse of Genesis. Now, we're going and enlighten the national audience what do the words, the name Judah mean to the tribe of Judah, the one that's called African-American, Negro, color, and super cool. But what do Judah mean according to Yahweh that I gave you that name? What do you mean, mother, in 2935 of Genesis? Come on. Thank you. Chapter 29, verse 35. And she conceived again and bare the son. And she said, Now will I praise Yahweh. Therefore, she called his name Judah and left bearing. You see that? So you see what the word Judah means? It means, Now will I praise the poor little man. So that's why the world got you off of that name and called you African American, Negro, Color, and Super Cool. Because if you call by your name Judah, it means that you praise the four letter name. Y H W A. So there's no way in the world they're gonna ever tell you, and that's why so many of these athletes, these um uh these dignitaries in the world, when you told them that you were an Israelite from the tribe of Judah, they dropped a mother load on your head because they know if you wake up, it's over with, with us. We finished. We cannot make no more record deals. We can't tell you, go talk about how you're going to jump five or six women and five or six men. It will be no more initiation where all the men's now, majority of them wearing dresses, and then they got to get initiated in the back room. Yeah, they got to get initiated by one of these old wicked sins of Esau. They initiate you by strapping your hands down and turning the lights off and dropping your pants. See? But put it on infrared camera for you to always have a camera to show. Now, if you don't do right, they're going to show us plugging you to the world. See that? See, that's how you got your record deal. And that's why you kept so many of these 
singer today wearing dresses now because Esau in his wicked self have what he called uh, initiated you by strapping you down to a table and pulling your pants down, then plugging your tail, then put a dress on you and hold a video in case you act up. You see that? And that's what we heard in the early part of the tape, but we didn't hear all of it. See, you know, we get messages all over the world, but we have the solution for all the messages is wait till we get up to Luke 12, 12. I, listen, I can't respond to your message right now because I want to respond to whatever you have told me in the spirit of Yahweh. I want Yahweh to lead the way in the message. So I will respond to you. But when the whole world hear my response about the most wicked people on the planet and how they initiate you, the children of Israel, to do everything contrary to your people, then it puts the big bucks in your in hand. And then all of a sudden, if you back away from them, the red line and they'll put that video out for somebody to see. Okay? They'll put that video on you. So now you now now you gotta sell sell your pieces out for the rest of your life and be a, and always be a stepping fletchy because you on bit the seed of the devil. You see you mean? Yeah, is that what you do? So we so you come on the broadcast and let you know. Everybody's guilty. Your only way back. You want to return back to what this Bible said and the promise you laid out your mouth. You told your mighty one all that you say we would do and be obedient. He said, good. Now, and now, Mother E, I want to be, I want to be plainly sure, plainly about this guy called Ishmael. Ishmael is what you call the Arabs today. All the brown-looking people, them, but the original Ishmael is darker because Abraham had a wife called Hagar. She was from Mizraim called Egyptian. She was dark black. Abraham was dark black. You can't get Arab out of that unless Arab means something different, totally different. It do mean it's not a nationality neither. Oh, that means a wonderful. You know, such thing is no error. That means a wonderful. But what we trying to tell you, everybody is out of order because we out of order. Once we wake up and start making Bible decisions, Yahweh, the four-letter man, will intervene. As long as you keep on doing what you're doing now, Yahweh said, I cannot help you because you ain't going to do right. Now, listen to WCC. Hey, Siri, you got a precept on that? Yeah, I, I give you a precept on that, WCC. World Council Church. Hey, Mother E, I mean, Mother D of Israel, let's get a World Council Church a precept by going to Acts chapter, make it Luke 18, 1 down to verse 8. Let, let's give a precept. On whatever we stand, but here goes your precept by going to Luke chapter 18, 1 down to verse 8. Mother D.F. Israel, bring that verse on. Come on. 
Luke chapter 18. Yeah, one down to verse eight. Eighteen, verse one, down to verse eight. Luke chapter eighteen, verse one to eight. Mm-hmm. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought to always to pray and not to phone. Verse two. Saying there was in a city a judge which feared not Yahweh, neither regarded man. Verse three. And there was a widow in that city, and she came and unto him saying, Avenge me of my adversary. Verse 4. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, Thou, though I fear not Yahweh, nor regard man. Verse 8. Yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she were me. <laughs> and yet like so hear what that unjust judge said. Verse seven. And and shall not Yahweh avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. Verse 8, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find the covenant allowed on the earth. He said, he said, um, he said now this was a parable. He was given, it was given the analogy of a parable. He said, yeah, this, this widow, he's talking about his 12 times Israel. That's what his widow is. They cry day and night. They, they, they sit in and sit out about, would you, uh, would you do something for me? Help us out. Why are you going to help us? He's okay. Suppose I came tomorrow. Will I find anybody to keep my covenant? Just the point. You want the Yahweh to come. But he had to kill you all over again. Because he said, if I come, according to verse 8, will I find you keeping my covenant? Huh? You're not keeping his covenant. You're not keeping his covenant. You ain't paying his covenant no never mind. So you sure you want Yahweh to show up? He said, right, you cry day and night for me. Do something for me. Oh, mighty one, do something for me. It's okay, but suppose I did come. How many would I find doing my covenant? Huh? That's what you want to know in verse 8. Hey, Mother D up Israel, read verse 8 again. What does it say? Um, Luke chapter 18, verse 
8. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find the covenant, the uh, law on the earth? Mm-hmm. So, 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 uh, so, NYU Muggles going to answer that question. If he came today, will he find the majority of keeping the covenant? Will he find the majority of the children of Israel, which according to 24th chapter verse 6 of Genesis, a thousand million? How many out of a thousand million will he find if he came tomorrow? How many, now you want you mother can answer that question. How many you think he'll find if he came tomorrow? Keeping the covenant. How many? Out of a thousand million. Well, I think he got a remnant. Okay. That is keeping the covenant. Okay. He got a remnant that's keeping the covenant. So, so you saying if he came tomorrow, he will be able to help the render. So give me a percentage. Yeah. Give me a percentage of how much you think the remedy the remedy is. Give me about a give me a number. Uh from a scale of one well, to ten, how much is the remnant on a scale of one to ten that you think that Yahweh came tomorrow on a scale of one to ten on the remnant talk mother, what number would the children of Israel be on? What number? Well, I don't know what the remnant is. Scale, I think I said, give me something to work with. Hey, Mother, 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 give me something to work with. How much do you think a remnant out of a scale of one to ten? How many do you think that Yahweh will just give me an estimate on on a scale of one to ten? What do you think that Mother did up here? I mean, Mother E? Three. Three. Shall be saved. 
verse 14. And this covenant of the kingdom shall be taught in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Mm-hmm. That, that's why we know we're giving the benefit of by saying three, but I'm saying one because we know just what we teach in our model, Mother E, Mother D of Israel, Mother Z. This got to this got to get out to all the world, and we know it's not getting out to all the world because because when we were talking about a couple of nights ago, and we had a call came out of Mexico. And, and and they let me know plainly. See, we hear you plainly. And we can't hear, but we just don't, but we've been talking long. Now I'm going to give you the name of the, the black Mexican cities that's in Mexico. And nobody talks about it. Guess what they do? One of, the, one of them said not to call their organizations out. But as you said, we we hear we hear the broadcast, but we don't have nobody to teach like the way y'all teach, and we over here. Now we we gonna we not gonna call we not gonna call the organization out, and we can't really pronounce their name properly because we'll get more calls based upon the fact of the matter of we butcher the name up, so we we'll spell the names out, and we we'll spell them out slow to show you that. The people that came that was over here already, they still in the place called Mexico today, up under name called Mexican and Mexico, black, black and brown. Then you got third group came out that's called a white Mexican. And the white Mexican is the one that got the majority of the stores because Herman Cortez, in the 1500s, he conquered that land from Spain. And Herman Cortez brought a lot of uh, Spaniards, uh, sins of Esau, and they made it with the women, and they produced that pale-looking skin. So when you look over to Mexico, you see all the business that's thriving, especially in the, in the, the capital or what they, what all your major leather come from. The, the capital of the world and leather making, it comes from Mexico, Leon. Write that word down, L-E-O-N. So when you go on your map, you look at Mexico, a city called Leon, L-E-O-N, this where the majority of your leather bags come from, your leather shoes, jackets, but all that was set up by Herman Cortez in the 1500s. They set up that leather. So the capital of the world was leather. When you wearing your leather jacket, your yellow bath bag, your crocodile leather shoes, the capital is Leon. So when you go on your computer and look up Mexico and the city you want to look up is Leon, that is the capital of making um, 
level. You can get a level anything. But guess what? All that was set up by Herman Cortez, the descendants of Esau. So that's the picture you're going to see once you go on your computer and look up L-E-O-N in Mexico. That's good. Now, we had a call that came in, and it's a fear. We, we him, but we just ain't talk nothing. We have to drop our language and pick up the language through conquest. But a lot of us ran probably in the interior, and we're here today. Do you know what place we here today in here? After what place are you in today? They call the name out with fluidly, but I'm not going to try to pronounce the name because I'll get more calls based upon trying to pronounce the name on how I put it up. So I ain't going to do it. But I'll tell you where you find, and you will go in the Bible and find out what is their true name, trust. But here goes some places that you can find right now on your computer. You go and look for the black Mexican. You go to a place called, I ain't pronounce I'm just going to spell You put in your computer, six anointed camp, and those on the international side over 900,000 strong. You want to know what a black Mexican is in Mexico? We're going we gonna to give you the name of what it is. They said, we can hear you still, but we ain't got nobody to teach you stuff. But you will one day. P-U-E-H-L-O-D-E, that's the second name, P-U-E-H-L-O, the line between it, then D-E, the line between it, then C-O-L-L-A-N-T-E-S. C-O-L-L-A-N-T-E-S. That is, that is the first name that you will find the black Mexican. But we're going to examine see if there's anything that's called a black Mexican. We're going to do that after we take care of the business. That's one name. Two names. Two names, it might be the same name, but it might be a little bit different too. And the most blackest part in Mexico, the most blackest part, I mean, if you see, according to what they're telling me on the phone, he's a seer. If we keep our mouth closed, you don't know where we from. Q U A N T I C. Q U A N T I C. Second part of it is P A L A P A L A P A. That is the, and he said, we is the largest black Mexican it is. Okay, that's true. Let me get a third name. The third name you can find uh, that, that if they don't open their mouth, they look just like you. And, they, and if, you, if they don't say nothing, you will say he's 
Hey, he's from 47 in State Street somewhere. Uh, uh, 47 in Cottage Grove. The name of it is called, I ain't going to pronounce it. I do, I can, but I'm not. C-O-S-T-A, first name, second C-H-I-C-A, C-O-S-T-A, dash, C-H-I, third name. The fourth name is M A. Y-G-A-L. That is the fourth name. M-A-Y-G-A-L. That is four cities and the fifth name. C-O-L-L-A-N-T-E-S dash H E R E N C I A. That is that is five names. You mean you got five major locations in Mexico that we over here still C O L L A N T E S H E R E N C I A. We're over here. We hear the broadcast. And, but, it, but we just don't know. Nobody teach like the six and nine accounts teach. But we over here in Mexico. We the black Mexicans. We the ones that is that when the history of Herman Cortez jumped, some of us, and a lot of us was already spread out. He only got the one that they're talking about in a certain area. But now we're going to the Bible and find out who is these Mexicans and what name do they call themselves. But guess what happens? You call them Mexicans, but what do the Bible call them? Now we can find out. What do the Bible call them? See, we're going to find out the Mexican Mexicans in the Bible. Now, if any of the mothers got a 12 chart paperwork, can anyone of your mothers look up a name for those fears? If you got your 12 chart where it tells you about all 12 tribes, I want to know do anyone of your mothers can pull it up and look at the paper on it and when I call out this name. Do anyone of the mothers Three mothers out of Cam One. Do you have your paperwork that got twelve chart on paper that you can look at if I call out a name? Who gonna say Hallelujah to me? Can anybody one of you three mothers say Hallelujah to two kids? <laughs> hmm? Okay. Hmm? Any one of the mothers say Hallelujah while I got my paperwork. Uh-huh. Did anyone of them up there to say that? I tell you what, since, since y'all looking for it, and one of the young lines on came on the paper or on the, you know, came to say 
we'll see what a young lion have his 12 charts to look up one of the names and we're going to investigate. Can you get it? So while y'all looking for it, mother, we're going we gonna, to uh, bring the young lion in. And while y'all looking for it, see, you, you got to always be cocked and loaded, mother. You'll never know what lesson going to. So what we'll do, we bring one of the young lions in, and we're, we're going to ask him something. Can he put his hand on a 12 chart? Because I want to talk about a specific people that we just read five names. And they say, hey, see, we offer, we over here. We hear the broadcast. We, now you know the name of the five black, I mean, black uh, Mexicans. And they have made a claim. If we keep our mouth closed, you can't tell where we from. Huh? See that? That's why we keep telling you. We got to step out of this teaching got to go out through all the world. Because the one that's called black Mexicans, well, Mexicans, I mean, they still get along in certain parts today. But you got that third Mexican called that white Mexican that was good by Cortez name, and he produced his seed. That's where your problem right there, that white Mexican. That's the one that always brings up, but the brown Mexican and the black Mexican, even in the five parts that we just named prior to this day, they get along to this day. But it's always that, that white Mexican. That's the one that have, but he got the seed of Esau in him. You know, so the one he see with the blood show through their skin, and you want to know why they can't do right? Because they're descendants of Esau. Huh? See, it's like we got to know all this good stuff. But that brown Mexican, he talked to and to and fro. But guess what he do? He get along with the black Mexican. But here come that white Mexican. His head and get him disembobulated. So, what we're going to do, we're going to bring the young lion in. He's going to tell you all about the broadcast. He's going to tell you who carrying the broadcast. He goes, he'll get a little long with Then he's going to tell old Phil he got his 12 chart paper. And then we're going to investigate this Mexican and see exactly why, once upon a time ago, the brown Mexican and the black Mexican, they got along real good. But that white Mexican, he always, but remember, he's the seed of Herman Cortez in the, in the early 1500s. So when you go now and look at the capital leather making in Mexico coming out of Leon, L-U-O-N, you're going to see basically a lot of the white Mexicans because they see was mixed. But you, but you see any of the brown Mexicans in that spot, and their mind is not right because of manipulation from the white Mexicans. You got it? Good. You got it? Good. So now I want you to be able to clear the Bible tells the whole story. But we got to get, we, we got to get cocked and loaded. This is a big job ahead of us to identify 
everything. And what name they upon today? And why they had to take on the Spanish language? They didn't speak Spanish before Cortez, and they didn't speak Spanish before Christopher Columbus came there. They were speaking the Semitic called Hebrew. But once they shut that thing down, they had them to forget their language like we don't forget ours and spoke the language of the power. Remember, Cortez became the governor, self-claimed governor in the 1500s. And everybody tied to his hip, you know. And then when they started mating with the peoples of the land, we'll tell you what peoples it is after we reach the 12 chart. chart. So right now I'm going to bring a young line in. He's going to take his time and tell us all about who bring the broadcast, whatever the Almighty put on him. And then we'll get on the 12 charts and we'll find out who is this who the Mexican really is according to the Bible. So when you meet the young line, one of them up and coming teachers out of Camp One, you will say, Brother Makai Israel, tribe of Yahweh Judah. And you know what the word Judah means now? Is I praise me some Yahweh. That's why it's so important to understand who Judah is. Judah means I praise some Yahweh. That means Yahweh first and everything come after that. We read that by Mother D of Israel in 2935 or 27, where we read it at. We read that verse in the book of Genesis around about 27. What, what chapter was that we read that, Mother D of Israel? We read that verse that when you call yourself Judah, you know what Judah means. Judah means finally in the 29th chapter, verse 35 of Genesis. And she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, Now will I praise the full letter man. Therefore, she called his name Judah and left barren. So you see, when you count the name Judah, it don't mean African American Negro or the Jew. It means you praise. The four-letter man. You understand that six and only camp? That's what Judah means. You praise the four-letter man. Instant in season, out of season, you ready to go. Got it? Good. Young man, Brother Micaiah, Yaquah be there, see you right And Yaquah bless you there. Sir Israel of Sea Roy. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, oh, all that young lion. Well, young lion, you know, we always have to be able to come before the national audience and time the Bible open. But we always get happy because he, he already see the big picture. And we don't find out there plainly that the black Mexicans over there in Mexico, they said, we see it, we hear you, see it. They gave us our geographic location and said, we welcome to come to the spot that we're in. We're going to put it on this tape. And they're happy to know it's a ministry that have put us back on the spotlight because the world is not going to do it because all we look at is Mexicans being brown and white. But they never talk about the black Mexicans that's in the land. As a matter of fact, they mentioned to Ophir, hey, see, you know, you mentioned about uh, about how we eat to live and all that stuff. You know, you're right. 
and, and I don't know that you mentioned it still, but they told me they favorite meal is corn, and they said, you know, the, the best way we heal ourselves out here by using the banana, the the leaf of the banana, it cuts cancer and everything, disease in our body by eating and making a tea out of the banana, the skin of the banana. He said, see, the skin of the banana helps our bodies today. So we know that you eat the inside of the banana, but guess what we do with the outside? We make a tonic out of it, and guess what it do? It helps our stomach from all types of disease. The least is for the healing of the nation. You see, that's what we keep telling you, six and nine and Sooner or later, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is through. We got to step it up. Because the world is listening to the six and nine account. But we sitting there with the Baruch spirit, old war with me. It's time to go. The world is listening. You want your blessing? Step up. The black Mexican saying, listen, we hear you. But is we really the black Mexican? We're going to find out. After the young line, let us know who bringing the broadcast. Take your time, young man. You're on the clock. All yours. Get long when it come out. All right. That says well, uh, Steve Roy. Uh, we know we live on blog uh, on a blog talk radio. Want to let you all know that we are live on a blog talk radio. So all those who are tuning in, we say be big ears and little mouth. And we also want to let you know the days that the blog talk radio will be and on Yahweh's ministry and Yahweh's radio. It will be aired, as you know, today. It is Wednesday. But we're going to we'll be airing the broadcast on Sunday, starting at 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock on the Blog Talk Radio. You can also catch us again on Monday from 6 o'clock p.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. We will have no class on Tuesday, but the Young Lions will be picking it up on the Pal Talk Radio, and we will discuss that in one second so you can be informed on what days that will be on. But we also have on Wednesdays, class will resume from 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock, and also class will resume back on that Thursday from 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Then the top part of the Sabbath day, which is Friday when the sun goes down, Class will begin at 7.30, and then we'll come back and we'll swing around, and class will pick up on a blog talk radio at 2 o'clock p.m., but class will start in the bottom part of Saturday on Saturday at 12 o'clock, and we ask you all to tune in to the Pal Talk Radio at 12 o'clock for the class on the top part of the Saturday. But also, we will be broadcasting on Power Talk through the whole week. Tune in to our Power Talk page by downloading it on your one eye Satan cell phone or your one eye Satan television or your one eye Satan desktop or lab, 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 uh, laptop, which is the laptop. We ask you all um, to tune in. Once you download to the Power Talk, 
and you put your uh, name down up in there, whatever name you're going to use. We ask you to scroll on down to the ethics group. Once you go to the ethics group, we ask you all to look for the African-American spot right there and tune in to Voices of the True Israel Life. Thank you all to tune in to Voices of the True Israel Life and the Power Talk by going to, once you get to ethics group, you type in, you look for African-American, you hit the button for African-American. Once you hit the button for African-American, you look and you click on V-O-T-T-Y by scrolling on down. You hit that button and hit that click and scroll on down to V-O-T-T-Y and you'll catch us live on Power Talk. Every time the blog talk radio growing, Pal Talk Radio going just as well. So we ask you all to tune in on for Pal Talk on Tuesday, beginning at 8 o'clock on the Young Lions with the leader of the Elders and the Seal Riding Shotgun. We ask you all to tune in and listen. We have the mothers there ready to um, tune in and listen as well as the elders and the mothers be ready to do their part. And the Young Lions teachers ready to do their part and all those who's viewing in from all over the known world They'll be ready to listen in and take some good notes. So remember, at two o'clock, I mean at eight o'clock PM on Tuesdays, Pal Talk will begin. Now, we do broadcast on Facebook. Yes, we do broadcast on Facebook. You can tune in and catch us on Facebook at Sir Israel. Look once again for Sir Israel and you're gonna see Voice of the True Israel Light, ready to do some rowing. We got the Facebook page set all up where you can go on there. You can browse through the through our page. You can catch any pictures with some uh, historical facts on there as well. And we ask you all to tune in. And any of the previous broadcasts that's been recorded is on there as well. Anytime we've live inside of the class is on there as well. So we ask you all to tune in, write down your uh, questions and comments on your sheet of paper. And then you can type it in on the keys as well on our Facebook page, but you also can type it in. It's not just our Facebook page. You can type it in and ask your questions and for comments. You also can do the same thing for YouTube. Yes, we do have a YouTube page set up. And the information for the YouTube page is V-O-T-T-Y, Tribe Y-H-D-H. Once again, that information it's V-O-T-T-Y, Tribe Y-H-D-S. We ask you all to tune in to our YouTube page, and we do have things set up on our YouTube page where we have previously recorded something. We was live inside of the class. Anything we had to go back and edit, or just all raw the way it was set up inside of the class that day. We ask you all to tune in to the class and enjoy and say, be big ears and look mouth. Have your pen and pad waiting on you to take some good notes. Then write down your questions right there. If you got a comment, put it down. And call in for that as well. To ask your questions at the international phone line at 224-600-5579. Once again, for the international phone line numbers, the number is 224-600-5579. We want you all to get a clear understanding that that's what that number is for, so we can ask, you can ask us questions according to the notes you read, because first you got to hear something, then you write, that's why we ask you to hear something. Then you write down your notes on the bus says Yahweh, then you call in and ask your questions, 
and we're going to get you the answer according to Acts 15, 15, and Romans 15, 4. This thing will be as it is written according to the scriptures. We want to make sure that you get it according to the word of Yahweh. So that's how we're going to speak according to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse number 10 and 11. We got to speak according to the word of Yahweh. So uh, we also want to let you know we are broadcasting on the TikTok page. That you in to, to in, tune in to our TikTok page. Our TikTok page have something has some feed has been set up there for you all just to go listen to, get you some good old information on some stuff says YHWH. And we ask you all to tune in to our TikTok page at V O T T Y Tribe Y H D H. Once again, we ask you all to tune in to our TikTok page at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-A. And once again, we say have your notes ready and jot down on that sheet of paper, have your paper ready and jot down the notes on that sheet of paper, have your notes ready to be ready to write down some questions according to what you read in your notes. And then be ready to call in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. We say, uh, over to you, Sir Israel, of the world. Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. That's what we're talking about. So one thing about it, that's why we have to we have to make careful what we're saying on our words. Because like I keep telling you, when we tell you we're worldwide international radio broadcast, that is true. But we know the, the harvest is plenty, but the labor is true. And that's why we got we trying our best. I mean, I mean, God's gonna be done by the fear, the elders, the elder mothers, the teachers. We gonna get the job done out of fixing on accounts. Cause we know this calling is on us to do it. Cause like I said again, when you be surprised when Yahweh have someone be pulled down a, you know that they had one out telephone and they run into something. They say, what is this? Or the Jewish life. And then all of a sudden they hear something to catch their ears. And the subject matter we've been on the last couple of days, we'll woke them up. And they said, no, we here. We here, but we just didn't know, you know. We just didn't know, but now we do know. So we want to commune with y'all about us in Mexico, the black Mexicans. But according to what I'm hearing, it ain't no such thing as no Mexican. Then, Phil, would you tell us who are we then? Yeah. So that's what we come in at. Now, that's what we come in at. Tell you who you are. We're going now and look up one thing. Um, young Lion, do you have what's called the, the paperwork or the 12 tribes of Israel? Do you have anything on the paper side that we can help the national audience out? And then make sure when you see the mothers over the weekend, make sure they got a copy in their paper because it's like having a gun on the third floor, but the criminal coming in on the first floor. What good is the gun on the third floor and the criminal coming in on the first floor? You got to have that thing and loaded, Shay. Look here. Come on, there's one if you want them. You see, you see, you see this banger I got? Yes, ma'am, I see the banger. Then you get up out of my window and go on about your business. See that? Okay. That's the same thing like the word of the Yahweh. You got to have, you got to be cops and loaded. 
So you're online. We want to know, do you have a Twitter uh, chart to, um, that you can get your hand on it? Because I want to call out a name, then go in the Bible and do a little looking around to see do it stands up. So what you got there, you're online? Hallelujah. Wow. Yes, sir. I have it right here. Well, it's Rev. C. Well, that's what we're talking about. I was looking for a name called uh, Jacob, boy, Jacob Mingling Saints of Israel. I was looking for a name called Ishakar. Who is Ishakar today? Now, we already know every name of the 12 tribes of Israel is up on a byword and a proverb. So we're going to break everything down, but I need to know who is Ishakar today according to that 12 chart list. Who is Ishikar today? All right, see Israel, see Roy. You got the 12 tribes of Israelites, uh, the chart, and it reads, Ishikar, commonly known today as Mexican, Aztec, the Mayan, the land of Pervit, uh, per, per, say that from Peruvian, Peruvian. And yeah. Pistolia, which is Peru, which is Yucatan. Yes, Yucatan, <laughs> that land, and that that word with the chief, back up the word with the chief again, but said real slow for the nationalists because the ones that's over in the land going to hear this word and they're going to identify with something. Say it again. Start back at the top. It's no, the give me the word with the chief. No, give me the word with the chief, uh, young lion. Give me the word with the people, the nationalists, and those oh. that's over there in Mexico today, they're going to recognize this name because this is the ancient name that they were called by what name again? And spell it out. The Aztec. No, not that one. Go ahead. Okay, you want to. Uh, there's a P. You said with a P, right? It's all with a T. Oh, the Mayan. No, it's all with a T. Yes, I don't have one with no T. Only thing I have the land of Peruvian and the Penasolia, Peru, Yucatan. Okay, good. All right, that's okay. Yeah, but it's all with a T. Yeah, it's all with a T. See, that's the word we're looking for. See, we want to we we be cocked loaded on the next lesson. Maybe the special edition called Thursday evening. Because I want, I want one of the, the camps to bring the word out. Then I step in, like, you know, and tighten it up. But it starts with a T. And that's the word, that, that's the name they call today. But that's the ancient name for today. But we're going to just leave it. We're going to sit that down. But we ain't going to be fucking around with it. We're going to shut it down. And we'll be cocking those tomorrow about this word called a T. That's what they call today. But that word, what they call today, is not the bloodline name. That's the name that they they put in place of that name to throw some off. But boss is going to uncover exactly what that name really means in tomorrow night lesson. So we just, we will we, we, we fake it until we can make it. That's what we do. So we leave that, we leave that word there. Now, because you know why? Uh, young lion, what it says in uh, St. John 3, verse 11? What it says that we can read in St. John 3, 11? 
All right, we're going over to the book of St. John. We're going to read chapter 3, verse number 11. The book of St. John, chapter 3. We're going to read verse number 11. The book of St. John, chapter 3, verse 11 reads, Truly, truly, I say unto you, we speak that we do know, and testify that and testify that we have seen, and you receive not our witness. Mm-hmm. But we speak what we know. See, one thing about the six known accounts, we must speak what we know. You can't be thumbing around in a line of saying, oh, that might be a one, that might be him. I don't know if, if that is the wicked. That we, I don't know, it might be. No, 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 we ain't no. When we point you out, we're going to say, that is that wicked. Right there. That is the wicked. So that's what we're going to do. And he left, we're going to point you out. We're going to make it plain who you are. Because we clear, a mother dear of Israel, we clear about that 924 Job. Now I need that, that, that uh, statement, mother. Mother dear of Israel. Now I can stand. Job 9.24. I didn't forget about it, but I had to detour away from it to get back at it later. So, Mother D. up Israel, now can you give me Job 9.24, Mother? Yeah. Hold on. I had to turn away from it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Job chapter 9, 9.24. Job chapter 9, verse 24. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the face of the judges thereof. If not, where or who is he? Yeah. He covered the face of the judges. Well, Mother, Mother E, if he covered the face of the judges, who's the judges over there in um, Judges 2.18? You see the wicked covers the faces of the judges. He's everywhere. But mother, in the book of Judges 2.18, did you have to sit out on what it says in the book of Judges 2.18? The book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 18. Judges, chapter 2. Verse 18, read. Judges chapter 2, verse 18. And when the Yahweh raised him up, judges, then the Yahweh was with the judges and delivered them out of the hands of their enemies. And the days of the judges, well, it repent the Yahweh because of their groaning by reason of them that oppressed them and vexed them. Mm-hmm. So he said, it, 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 it grieves Yahweh that grown in mother. So he's talking about his judgment. And see, here go where the, the high horse teaching come in on the precept. So now who was grieved? He was grieved about the groaning. So what people was he grieved about? See, this is where 
that we understand that the precepts kick in. Somehow, mother, mother, mother of Israel. Look at Exodus chapter 2 and pick it up at verse number 23 and 24. See, this is where the precepts come in at. You know, on your cue cards, the precepts come in. So who who's that doing this groaning and it grieved Yahweh for all this groaning they were doing? We go on to the book of Exodus and find out who is the people by name that done all this groaning, then all of a sudden Yahweh said something pertaining to that mother. And Exodus chapter 2, Mother D of Israel, look mm-hmm. right down at verse 24 and 25. Let's see who people done all this groaning that he made judge. Exodus 2, 24 and 25. Let's talk about it, Mother. Come on. Exodus chapter 2, verses 24 and 25. 24. And Yahweh heard their groaning, and Yahweh remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Israel. 25. And Yahweh looked up on the children of Israel. And Yahweh had respect unto them. See, see look, that's, how, that's how you cut everything down. That's how you shut every door down. See, it's too later. it got to be a minister to shut this thing down. The one that's supposed to be judging is who? The children of Israel. That's the one that's the only judges in the Bible. See, somebody's got to hear this word. The children of Israel are the judges. These ones been moaning and groaning. He said, yeah, you're going to continue moaning and groaning because you got to come back to my law, statutes, and commandments. I didn't give you the name called Black Mexican, Brown Mexican. And then when Esau came in, he, he turned the Brown Mexican into White Mexican. Then gave him a couple of hours, bought them, and, and put them all down in a place called Leon. I, you know, and told y'all would be the center cap of the world making even to this day. They've been going up for the last five, six hundred years now. Five hundred years. They the level makers. You know, you wear well in level clothes. Guess what the capital of the level come from? Guess what the guess what the black Mexican told on fear? He said, you know, don't y'all wear a lot of that, uh, level stuff over there? Yeah. Do you know where it come from? I said, no, I don't know where it come from. He said, come from Leon, from Herman Cortez, had, had our people turn them into pale white, and they call them Mexican, and they make all the level plates. They are the capital of levels of the world. I, I was, I was can y'all get out of it. You don't get none out of it. We push way back in the corner somewhere. I said, well, we got a lot to talk about, Dan. I keep talking, but I, I respond on our way. So the level capital of the world is L-E-O-N over there in Mexico. But what Herman Cortez stood up after he jumped, these people's called um, Ishikar, the Mexicans. 
Now, young line, let's find out who Ishtar is according to the Bible. Now, let's find out. Can we find out the word Mexican and the word Puerto Rican and African American? They have a bow word, but what is their name? We're going to find out. Hey, Mother we're going to find out what their name is. We're going to find out in this lesson right here who is really the people over there, Mother. We're going to go in the Bible and see. And we're going to find out what color they are, too. By identifying one, you catch them all. So now, young line, Brother Micaiah, in the 46th chapter, then we're going to bring Mother Z. Mother Z said, look, see, save me a little time. Now, i got, I got to get my commentary now because I'm, I'm over here. I wrote down enough on my table. I'm ready to give me a commentary in a minute. Go, okay, Mother. We'll, we'll get, we'll get you, let's get a little bit of this there, Mother, Mother Z. And then we'll bring you in and you address this national audience on what the Almighty put on you to tell them. Sure. But in the 46th chapter there, young lion, what do it say in Genesis 46, verse 8? All right, we're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 46. We're going to pick it up at verse number 8. And I got that T word too, says Israel. Let's see, Roy. For the uh, so-called Mexican. Yeah, you know, I, I like yeah. stuff like that. See, you know, you don't take much for those fields to get right, because I know when we get right, we're going to unlock the world to understand now what to look for. So we got to unlock these five countries that we mentioned over there in Mexico. They think they, have to, they, think they had to take their own language called Spanish, and they lost their native tongue with Semitic Hebrew. Yeah. And that's why you got to teach the Spanish language, but that's a bouncing language from Cortez. See that? Spanish language is like an English language. A bouncing language from, again, Cortez, Esau, and the five sons. That's the English language you speak is a bouncing language, too. That's why he tell you Zephaniah 3, verse 8, wait on him. I'm going to take that little out your throat. I'm going to come back. You got to make it the best way you can right now. But don't get tired about none of the language you got. You, you can quote the English man real good, so what? That's a bastard language, too. If you can speak Spanish real good, so what? That's a bastard language to you, too. Yeah? That's why Cortez had to bring people to talk to your language. They want to be mixed in with you. They shut your language to the curb, as it is this day. Same thing about our language. So don't get hung up. Don't get hung up on no English language or Spanish language. Both of them is a bastard language from Satan to death. Sinners of Esau. Now, 46 verse 8 says what? Of Genesis. All right, we're going to the book of 46, verse. We're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 46, verse number 8. Verse number 8 reads. And these are the names of the children of Israel, which came into Egypt. Jacob, who name changes to Israel, and his sons, Reuben, Israel's firstborn. So now we talk about his name. For time's sake, let's get to verse 13. Now we talk about Jacob, Israel's boy. What, what, what's on his boy's name in 13? The book of Genesis chapter 46, verse 8, and verse number, I mean, verse number 13, verse 13 reads, 
and the sons, I mean, yeah, and the sons of Issachar, Tola, and Puva, uh, and Job, and Shemra. And Exactly. We'll get more calls on 
pushing the name up, I'll tell you, this is what this is what you call today. This is your ancient name today. You will move the name Ishikar First Son Tula, but spell the name out there, young line. T O L A N T O N G O. That's good enough. Well, like I said, tomorrow we'll go ahead we'll go ahead it even better when we do a little just a little working around. So you see you, you see what I'm saying? Told you they're gonna leave your it couldn't let you hold your name down. Now when you go in your computers now and look up where is the land of Tula in Mexico? Guess what? Your computer gonna see remember the computer was to to damn you out. But that same blessing they thought now going to be a curse to them because now you can go on your computer and look up Tula today, Tula in Mexico today, and you'll find out exactly, wait a minute, Tula is Mexico. Mexico, the place is the people over there. And guess what? This is the people of who? It's your car. See? You can, you can hide but you, you were hiding it over with. All the names that you call today, we know you are the ancient people of Ishakar. You are Tula, firstborn son, and he brought his brothers with him. And when he came over here, he brought his second brother, his third brother, and his fourth brother. They came with him. They came with him. But the firstborn son is the one that the name was called after, but he was Ishikar Tula. And the rest of them carry the same name. And they spread out in the place called Mexico. And now since you got the lead on it, you can go around right your computer and pull them all up. Starting with, where is Tula today in Mexico? And they're going to be got the a, same a, name? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got another spelling for this name, Tula. Tula popped up in Mexico. Yes. We got one more spelling. It's uh, T-U-L-U-M. T-U-L-U-M. Tula. Mm-hmm. Yakutan yep. Maya. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. See, all that we was going to bring in. See, we don't want to do nothing. Well, we rehearsed it already. We already know. We already know every every angle they change the name around, and he hid the name of Ishikar, firstborn son, Tula. They change the name so many places around, but when they get to tell you about the name Tula, with the name they got today, you will find out they were the one that built all them pyramids over there. They the one built all them 15 uh, uh, statues all up in there. They the one that all that. They are the ancient people over in the land. The name you mentioned right now. But this is Tula. Ishikar's boy. You see what's going on here? So this is Ishikar's boy. His firstborn son. And he had so many brothers. And we're going to precept and see how many brothers he had. Then we're going to bring Mosey in. And we'll get a fresh start on it tomorrow. So now I teach that. Those that just come on stage at six o'clock and you get going. I don't like to say those 
be waiting on those to come on stage. Let's get, let's get it on. We got a job to do. Six o'clock, the broadcast starts Thursday. If you're on time, we're going to get going. Now, so now we're going to precept this name right here. This third name, name I'm, I'm interested in, Brother McKay, if you want to bring more this. This third name, I'm come back to the 46th chapter, verse 13, and I, I'm, I'm, I want, I'm really look at this third name, and that's the name I'm going to work with, because if I find one brother, I can find all the brothers, because I know all of them is Ishikar's boy, and Ishikar's boy is what you call today the Mexican. The black mix. But I need to know in verse 13, I need to know about this third song. So read again and stop at this third song again. What is this third song of Ishikar's name? 46.13 says what? All right, we're going to the book of Genesis, chapter 46, verse 13 reads 13. And the sons of Ishikar, Chola, and Pua. And Job. Thank you. That's what I want. So now this mm-hmm. this Job, a, a, a mother E, a mother Z, mother Z, this, this man Job, this is this the guy I'm looking for. Look what they did in First Chronicles 7-1, young man. Look what they did with this man named Job. See, this is when they start their thing. We're going to Chronicles 7, verse 1, and remember, Job is the third son right here, according to Kuba. Tola, Kuba, and Joe. So now I, I'm, a, I'm just going to switch over to 7 verse 1 and see if, if anybody done any kind of jiggling the wires on the name in 7 verse 1. See, you got to know how to catch a thief red-handed. You can catch a thief in the Bible, too. And first point to 7 1, and you're holding that marker on the name Joe. And let's see what happens in 7 verse 1 on Ishikar's third boy. What's his name now in 7 verse 1? All right. We're going to the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse number 1. The book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 1. Verse, I mean, verse 1 reads, Now the sons of Ishikar were Tula and Pua and Jashub and Shimron, Four. Okay, four. Oh, what happened to Joe? So what happened to Joe? If Joe the third born son over here in Genesis 46, verse 13, what happened in verse 7, verse 1 then? What they do? They changed the name, see, bro? They changed the name. That's Hallelujah. what I get you to say. They give you another name. Remember that movie a long time ago called, called Secret Agent Man? They take away mm. your name and they give you another name. That's why you have the American mm. Negro cover. That's why you Mexican today. You got another name. See? They always give you another name. Now they call you Christian. They give you another name. See, Royal? They remove the third born son, Joe. And call him what again? They called him the young man. What they called Joseph and the, the the third name in First Chronicles seven one. What they call him? The book of First Chronicles chapter seven verse one. The name is called 
Jazz hook. You see that? You see what they did? You see they did Mother E, Mother Z, Mother D of Israel. They changed the name. And that's the same thing they did when the lead son, Tula, came over here as Representative Ishikar Tula. Tula Ishikar, that was his name. They changed the name and gave him another name. But they tell you that these people that we're going to talk about tomorrow, they really is Tula, and they, but their third-born son is what we're going to look, look for in 30, verse 30. And we're just going to stop it right there and, and bring Mother Z in. So now the third-born son, they changed his name because it's very important to change that third name because, because somebody wise in the six-month account will look at the third-born son was called Joe, and Joe is what in 30, verse 30 in the young man? Mackay. What is Job in Job 30, verse 30? What is he? The book of Job, chapter 30. We're going to pick it up at verse number 30. The book of Job, chapter 30. We're going to pick it up at verse number 30. The book of Job, going to chapter 30. Verse 30, and it reads. Book of Job, chapter 30, verse 30, reads. My skin. It's black upon me, and my bones are burnt. That's it. My skin is black. Job said his skin is black. So if Job's skin is black, what is his second born son's skin? What color is his skin? Black. If Tula is his oldest brother, what color is his skin? Black. Black. And if Tula is the firstborn son of Ithacar, what color is his skin? Black. And if Ithacar is on the chop, what is Ithacar called today? Mexican. Hey, that's up. Yeah, I need to catch a thick red in it. The original Mexican is black. The original Mexican is Ithaca. So the one that's over in the five lands today that we see here still, we got brown Mexicans and you got the white Mexicans from Cortez that's running everything. You see how you can catch it. Hallelujah. And we'll catch the seed tomorrow. So now, the best part of broadcasting we bring Mother Z in to give a commentary or whatever y'all want to say. Hey, Mother Z, one of the mothers out of count one. Y'all beat your seed right here. Yahweh bless and keep you, seed of Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that mother. My mother, we, we don't let that break in. So now, whatever Yahweh wants you to do, the world is listening over 900,000 songs. Matter of fact, I'm getting all types of calls now from Mexico City right now to see we hear you loud and plain, and we loving it. But they're going to love more when they hear the mother deliver her knockout blow. Come on, mother. You're on the clock. Come on. I'm reading in um, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 30. Verse 30. But he has sinned against me 
roughly his own soul, his own soul, all they that hate me love death. And then I'm going to turn to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 2. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 2. The fear, the fear of a king is as the robing of a lion. Rowing, rowing of a lion. Rowing of a lion. Whosoever provokes him to anger sinneth against his own soul. And I don't know. It, verse 3. It is a honor. It is honor for a man to cease from strikes, but every fool will be be net meddling. Verse verse four: the slumber, the slumber, the slumber will not. I don't know, P, by reason of the cold, cold, therefore, wow. shall, pardon me, cloud. Yeah, the slugger will not the, cloud by reason of the cold. The slugger will not cloud by the reason of cold. Therefore, shall he bring in heart Heart and Harvest. have harvests and have nothing. Now we verse five and stop because I don't know if it's connected. Con- concerning counsel, counsel in the mind of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will dry Draw it, it up. Draw it up. Verse 6, most men will proclaim every, most men will proclaim every one of his own goodness by a, but, but a but faithful, a, but, but a faithful man who can find, find, uh, That's right. So, verse seven: the just, the just man walketh in his sin iniquity. His children are blessed after him. Just man walketh in his integrity. The blessed man walketh in his integrity. His children mm-hmm. are blessed after him. And I'm going to say, hallelujah, 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 well, we got to point that mother's mother's beast. One thing about mother's beast, she comes to the place. We got a long desire behind the curtain. Mother's looking, I'm going to be accountable. I'm coming to the place, and that's what it's all about. Come to the place and some dust says Yahweh. Because Yahweh is behind everything. Now, mother... Eat. And a close thing that mother eat. 
What it says in Second Maccabees chapter seven, verse thirty down to verse thirty-two. Hey, mother, mother, eat. and remember tomorrow we'll be back on the broadcast at six o'clock. We'll come on, and be ready to go. I'm always ready to go because this is. I know what this thing is telling us, and I know what they're saying out there in Mexico now. You mean we too? You mean we hit the cross, boy? Yes, you are. All the names you gave them, them, them is curse name from Satan and devil. You take care of all of So, Mother, Mother E, what can we read in Second Maccabees seven thirty to thirty two? What does it say? That's a Maccabees chapter seven, verse thirty to thirty two. First Maccabees, chapter seven, verse thirty to thirty-two, verse thirty reads: As he was yet speaking, the these words the young man said, "Hmm, wait, I will not obey the king's commandment, but I will obey the commandment." of the law that was given unto our fathers by Moses. Verse 31. And thou, and thou, and you that has been the author of all his kingdoms against the Hebrew, the Israelites, shall not Escape the hands of Yahweh, for we suffer because of our sins. Yeah, mother. See, we don't. See, we don't. We're not clear why we suffer. See, we don't know. We, we suffer because we sin. He gave you a, a name he wants you to have and told you what the name means. But you, but you pay no never mind. That's why you call black Mexicans, brown Mexicans. You know, what makes you call everything? And you don't know that's a sin against you because you left your name for a curse name. Black Mexicans and brown Mexicans. You see what you did? You can did Ishikov, Tula, and his brothers that came with him. Told him to save mother eat. Get him off, six o'clock, one o'clock tomorrow. Thank you for the class. For the ones that's listening and thanking and praising Yahweh for being able to be in the class. And I said to the listeners, hold on, don't give up. Hallelujah. 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 Hold on, don't give up. Hold on. You got a message coming, but we trying to get our sticking on the camp to step it up. Because we know that we heard, and just like Tula and his brothers, that black to the ground is in Mexico, pushed to the side by the, the brown. The brown one's okay, but the white Mexicans is from Cortez, from in Cortez. They wanted to make it the true capital of the world over there in Leon. The white Mexicans, them the one that Cortez set up, she said, you mind. Now, Mother D of Israel. And Luke chapter 11, verse 27 and 28, Mother D of Israel, the closing statement. Can you all 
inform the national audience what do Luke chapter 11, verse 27, 28 say, Mother D, F, Israel, C, Roy, time of duty, you're on the clock and your clothes come out. Luke chapter 11, verse 20, uh, 27 and 28. Hallelujah. Okay. And it came to pass, as she said, these things, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bear you and the path which thou hast sowed. Verse 28. But he said, Yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of Yahweh and keep and keep it. But Yahweh, before you start blessing my mama, you better, you better bless, you better bless this word that you hear and keep it. The blessings in the word keep it, not blessing nobody's mama or nobody's daddy or me. Your blessing is you hearing the word and keeping the word. You hear that teaching on the camp? You hear it out there in, in Mexico? Get the car board. Come on, mother, what's wrong with that? tomorrow at 50 o'clock. Come on, mother. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read a few verses of First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, starting at uh, verse 3. Wherefore, I gave you to understand that no man speaking by the spirit of Yahweh called Yahweh the son a curse, and that no man can say that son is Yahweh, but by the righteous spirit. Now, there are diverse of gifts, but the same spirit, verse 5. And there are different of administration, but the same Yahweh, verse 6. And there are diverse of operation, but it is the same Yahweh which worketh all in all. Verse 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Verse 8. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to, a, to another faith, belief verse, by verse the nine. same Spirit. Verse 9. Verse 9. To another, the gift of healing by the same spirit. Verse 10, to another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirit. To another, different kinds of tongue. To another, the interpretation of tongue. Verse 11, for all these works that one and the self-same spirit mm-hmm. dividing Divide. to 
every man several as he will. Hallelujah. Well, let me read to you. For as the body is one and has Mm -hmm. one member, and all the members of, of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Yahweh the Son. Hallelujah. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment. 
and they called his name Esau. Hallelujah. 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 So you see, listen, the the Mexicans Mexicans that's over there in Mexico, the one that looked like Job and hell, Willie Hell and looked just like uh Jacob looked with that Willie Hell is that's the one I'm most closer to in Chicago. So the one that got that straight hair and that horse hair and that gold hair, they most close to uh, Esau and his five sons. So we know who, now when you go on your computer now and you look over there in Mexico now, in the land of Tula or the blacks that's over there in Mexico, the ones who keep pushing way, way back, if they don't open their mouth, you're going to see woolly hair and you're going to see black skin and they're going to be speaking the Spanish language. But you know they're not really Mexican. They're not black Mexican. They are Tula. T-O-L-A. Ishakar, Tula Ishakar. That's their name. But remember, they are on the byword and proverbs, just like we call African Americans and Negroes in color. So Tula and his brother, are black just like Judah that's in the land of Mexico today. And I'm getting ready to talk to him in a minute. So you see, six months cap, step it up. We got a big job to do. We got a lot of places to get to. Stop being so stingy. Pay your tithes, fill off the donations. So we got to get around the world for this thing to come to an end. Man, school and banquet hall. The world is waiting on us. So we got to stop being so worried. Let's take care of y'all for Until we meet again tomorrow, the the same spirit, I'm going to say y'all be with the mothers. Y'all be with the elders and the teachers and the sisters of all six county. It's time to step it up. It ain't no such thing as no Mexican or no Puerto Rican. Take it all that tomorrow. Tulo has some brothers, three of them, and all of them follow Tulo over here in the book of Ezra, chapter 13. They came over here, and tomorrow we're going to bring exactly what they do this world before Conan Cortez mixed with them and produced that white Mexican.
1 and 15. It's 14. Which, which 